Finished up camp on Saturday. It was, it was really, really good. We finished it with a mock game walkthrough, essentially, at the end of the day. Guys had Sunday off. We had victory day Sunday night, which was a really cool deal. And then they had their off day yesterday. Today is a normal Tuesday for us in a mock game week. So we game planned uh, practice as if it was a normal Tuesday. The guys will have tomorrow off. Thursday will be a normal Wednesday for us. Friday will be a normal Friday for us. And then Saturday will be a light practice, kind of combining it all. Just get them out there, run around a little bit. And then they'll have Sunday off, and then we'll be in a normal game week as we continue to get ready for Western. So we turned the page on, uh, on I guess, yesterday and, uh, and are ready to go, go game plan and, and go attack Western Kentucky. So I know we'll talk more about it next week, but really cool to actually see some different pictures on de defense and offense and start getting ready for somebody. So they've earned the right to go get ready for somebody and really, really feel good with where we are heading into it, feel good health-wise. Um, getting some guys that were dinged up towards the end of camp back today was awesome. Um, so feel really good. Questions? Yeah, you know what? Um, I thought offensively operated a lot better in the second scrimmage. Um, I thought operated a lot better as we finished up last week. Um, I, I kind of thought that that's what it would look like in terms of just being able to put it all together operationally. You know, what we do on offense is so unique and different. It takes time until you get the coaches off the field and the guys just got to go figure it out on their own. Um, there's just so much that goes into being able to operate and communicate and, and how everything is done mechanically. Um, it was a lot better. Still, still not as clean as you want to. I think both scrimmages, the offensive side left and said, man, we got, we got to keep going. We got to keep getting better. I think if we left and said, man, we arrived, I probably would be more worried, to be honest with you. I think you always want it to be just a little bit out there left on the table where where you can point to things and say, man, like we got to grow here, we got to grow here, we got to grow here. What's the ramp up now? What's just, you know, eight months of, of doing this with them sitting there? You know, that's the opener. How does it work? Yeah, to be honest with you, uh, we spent really two days in June. Um, I spent a day in June uh, looking at it. Um, both sides of the ball um, spent, spent really those two days. Uh, I think for the defensive side, uh, Todd and, and KP and those guys played them last year, so they had a really good feel for what they were going to see. Um, I had no idea. Um, Coach Gordon had no idea on the offensive side. So um, it was good to come back and really see it again. I think it's like in year one, when you look at it in June, you kind of get an idea, but you really don't know what you have. So from a matchup standpoint, you really got no clue. I think they're a lot like us, though, in the sense that they've got a bunch of new bodies everywhere, um, specifically on the defensive side of the ball. So a little bit of a guessing game, probably similar to what they are with us as well. Is this, is this week kind of just feeling kind of natural? You're starting to work, work towards something now and, and, you know, be a coach, look at, look, you say, look at different pictures and start, start planning? Um, man, I feel like I've, I've been a coach really since I got here. I, I get your question in terms of being able to sit down and scheme somebody else. Um, yeah, I guess so. I think it's just kind of like the next, next step in the progression. Um, I feel like 
we weren't ready to look at somebody else until Sunday, to be honest with you. Uh, us as coaches, certainly the players. Uh, it was kind of cool to sit down and shut the door and, and watch some football. <laughs> that, that wasn't us, you know. Um, so that part was, was unique. I think that's the coolest thing about college football is it's every cycle is a little bit different. You know, it, it kind of changes and there's different things that happen in every single cycle. That's what keeps it really, you know, interesting. Uh, and I feel like every day is different, but certainly getting ready for somebody else is kind of cool. But I felt like a coach all the way along. Coach, two questions. The first, you had a chance to deal with Hendon last year, every day. Extraordinary skill set. Have you had to pare down anything because these guys don't have that kind of skill set yet? Um, yeah, I think, to be honest with you, we got some guys in this room that are very similar skill set wise. Um, Hendon, Hendon was a sixth year senior that was mature beyond his years, highly intelligent on top of the, the football side of it in terms of what he was able to do on the field. What made Hendon really special was that he didn't turn the football over. Um, you ended each possession with, with a kick of some sort. Um, Gary, is I've said this before, reminds me a lot of Hendon in terms of how he is made up mentally. Guy played in some big time ball games. Um, so I, I see those guys very much similarly uh, skill set wise in terms of how they throw the ball, how they run the ball. Byram is a young version of that. Like Byram is, is here all day, every day, pours into his craft, mature beyond his years. Like if you would have told me that, that he's a redshirt freshman, the way he acts and carries himself and the way he's looked at on this team, you know, Bryce Archie has grown maybe more than anybody within our program for the last, since he got here January 9th. Like he has got a really, really cool skill set. Uh, so I think when you compare guys, you know, and Izzy Carter is a freshman who's got a tremendous, tremendous future. Like, man, he's going to be really, really special. He already is. He's just got to learn what, what the heck is actually going on. Like, classes started yesterday. He's like, he don't know what's going on. Um, but in a, in a lighthearted way, you know. Uh, so I think to compare anybody to Hendon, Hendon uh, is, from a physical standpoint, from a mental standpoint, I actually feel like our room is very, very similar to that. Um, so, I don't know, I'm really encouraged by our quarterback room. Our waiter, he asked me to go to USF, he said, yeah, I'm excited for football. I said, why is that? He said, I'm in the band, and Coach Golish came out and actually came out and spent time to talk with us. How important is it for you to get those ancillary groups, the cheerleaders, the band, to get along with the Renaissance? I think it's all part of the college experience. I think it all goes with why I adamantly wanted to make sure the stadium was being built on campus before I was really going to think about an opportunity like this. I, I think it all goes hand in hand. I, like I've said it before, like I, maybe because I'm a college football purist in a lot of ways, but the band, the cheerleaders, the student base, the alumni base, like that's all part of it. Um, I'm excited. Like to me, I walk out to a game, like it's all part of the experience. That's why I love college football. I think that's why. Fans love college football. Um, you know, it's so different than the pro game. There's, there's like a different deal attached to it. You went to school there for four years, you know, and some five, some six, you know, like, like got not just financial investment in it, you've got emotional and physical investment in it. So I don't know, I, I feel like one, we need the band as loud as it can be, specifically when we're on defense. And 
you know, I, I think it's all part of it. I think it's part of the college experience for them, them guys and gals in the band, guys and gals in the cheer squad. Like, they put in the same time we do, so I just wanted to show my appreciation for what they do. Also, have five offensive linemen separated themselves from uh, the rest. Yeah, the quarterback deal, um, no. Uh, the offensive line, I feel like we're sitting at in a situation where we've got really seven to eight guys that we feel good about. Um, when we're all healthy, which today we were all healthy, um, you feel like you've got eight, seven and a half, eight. The eighth is just a, a young guy where you're like, man, like I hope he doesn't have to, but he is as close as a freshman to ready as possible. Um, but you feel like you got seven, you got a couple swing guys at tackle, you got a couple, you got a swing guy inside that we feel really good about. There's a nine and a 10 that, that are taking reps with the twos that we got to keep progressing that you hope by week four or five, once you get into conference play, those guys can be legitimate twos that can go and play. But again, I think it goes with what we do on offense. It's one, offensive line is such a developmental position, but two, what we do on offense, like you better be locked into what's happening because you're, you're a guard or a tackle or a center and you aren't 100% sure <laughs> where the protection's being slid. That's a scary world to live in. And so we got to keep bringing those guys along. The room's got 22 guys in it. so. There's some options in there, but we're trying to get them to grow up as much as we can so we can be sitting at 10. But I don't know the last time I was in a room where you felt like you had 10. Um, I don't care where you're at. Like to have eight that you feel really good about going into a season, I, I feel pretty fortunate to be honest with you. When we got here, there was one guy that's played any significant snaps and he was in a walking boot. So I feel, feel really, really fortunate with where we are. I think Hoodie, has done an incredible job recruiting, rebuilding that room. Um, you know, his assistants, Mirko and Wiz and, and Joel, like they've done an incredible job of recruiting there, developing there. Again, we were sitting at seven scholarship linemen when we got here. So not bragging, I just like you talk about when we got here, it was like, hey, Hoodie, I know you're a first year old line guy. You got to go sign 10. Try signing 10 guys at your position. So God bless him. Did a good job. Yeah, or I guess we'll find out if he did a good job here in, in nine days. Yeah, then I'll have you ask him that same question. Is there a position that you feel uh, that you can share where the depth is at best, even if it's the point where it's going to be difficult to, to set the target? Yeah, I mean, I feel really, really confident in our running back room. Uh, I think it's really deep. Um, and really cool skill sets too, um, you know, with what Kelly, Naquan, uh, Mikey, Dom Ganella. I mean, Kwan Powell's grown more within our program than than just about anybody. I've been really, really, really impressed with Kwan. We got here. I saw Kwan's film. I remember recruiting Kwan out of high school. Didn't look like the same guy. That kid, he looks like he's ready to go. Um, you know, Asias Young, we just gave Asias a scholarship the other day. He's been steady Eddie. Uh, you know, there's two freshmen in there, Kenny Walker, who's a local kid, um, you know, and, and JJ, like those guys are coming on. Feel really good with the depth there. Feel really good with the depth in our quarterback room. Um, 
talked about O-line. The receiver room's just got to get healthy. I feel like we, we've got depth in there. I feel like we got really cool skill sets in there. We're continuing to get healthier there. I actually think we'll be really 100% healthy by the first game. We just got to use this week to get all those guys back and going. Um, you know, feel really, really good in the secondary with who we got. There's, there's backups at every spot. Linebacker, we've got some depth. That was a room we had to rebuild. Jamie Petway brings some veterans, veteranship in there. Is veteranship a word, Brian? <laughs> Veteranism? Okay, we'll go with it. I appreciate that. Got an English major here. Some veteran snaps in that room. Um, and, uh, and so getting Brian Norris back has been nice in there, so you feel a little bit deeper. And then the D-line, you know, we've, we've went in the portal and, and recruited there. Uh, there's not a ton of depth there, but they are working their tail off. So I'm happy with where we are. Can I follow up on that way? Sure. Pretty productive Yeah, I think two things. One, he's familiar with Todd and the system. So there was, you know, you bring a guy in, he, he had to graduate. So he graduated beginning of August. So he missed the entire summer, but he worked his tail off. Like he came in in shape. From a mental standpoint, he played in the system a year ago. Now, we look a little bit different than, than what they look like at FAU, but from a terminology standpoint, he was super familiar with it. So he's been able to come in and honestly plug and play in a lot of ways, still, still learning his teammates. It's a little bit like, like free agency in the NFL. You know, you bring a guy in, but, but he's been an awesome teammate. He's been really solid for us. Um, you know, played a bunch, played a bunch at Mizzou, Started 10 games at FAU last year in the same system. So um, I think that was like we were missing something there. We were missing some depth there. Uh, and he's got two years left. So really excited about Jamie. I mean, you're not going to divulge who the quarterback is. Uh, can you, are you going to be calling plays? This is Joel. You guys kind of figured out that dynamic. Yeah. Um, you know, we use those two scrimmages to really figure that part out. The quarterback, no. Um, the Call, play calling, you know, to be honest with you, it's, it's been a group effort since the day I got here. Joel's called plays for a long time, and Clay Patterson's called plays for a long time. So those guys are up in the box. Um, they are, they are going to help in every imaginable way. Uh, you know, they're eight months into the system as well. Clay has run some similar things. Joel, we were together at Iowa State in a very similar relationship there where he was up in the box and, and, you know, so it's, it truly is a group effort. Who the final word comes out of could, could be any of us, but I trust Joel. I trust Joel's eyes. I trust Joel getting us to the right stuff. I trust what he sees. Um, you know, I haven't been on the field calling plays ever. So for me, having those eyes up top is going to be huge and it'll be a group effort. Hoodie has done a ton, you know, in terms of he sat next to me for three years. So, in terms of the run game, the protection adjustment stuff, uh, you know, Matt Merritt's going to be on the field. Like, it's a true group effort when I say that. So, it's worked through these first eight months. We had two scrimmages in a spring game where we worked through it, and now two scrimmages here where we worked through it, but it's a total group effort. As fast as you go, man, somebody has a thought, they better blurt it out. So, they've done a good job with it. And as we continue to sit in a room and work through it and work through it and work through it, um, it's there's a trust level that's that's been established there. Again, Joel Joel and I were together for four years, and um, and 
been through some some craziness in terms of calling plays and getting us to the right stuff. So I'm super confident with that. I know that doesn't super answer your question, but it truly is a group effort. So how does it work? It's just Joel's got a habit, and you, you hear it, you signal it in. I mean, it, it's just just kind of a communication thing that you guys have, where you can. Do yeah, you're getting like deep you. into the trade secret now. We'll get to the right play on game day. Gotcha. If it goes really well, it was me. If it goes really bad, <laughs> yeah, it'll be Joel. That's, that's what we're getting at. Yeah. Who do you praise? Yeah. yeah. Uh, praise me, for sure. Okay. No, I, I mean it. It's a, it's a true group effort. It, it really is. And like when I say Joel, you know, Hoodie gets us to a lot of the right run game because he sees the box really, really well. So it's it, it, it legitimately takes everybody. Coach, one, this is really for fans, not, not for me personally, but uh, I, if you're not telling us who the quarterback is for our sake, that's understandable for sure. For us, Kentucky State, have you decided internally yet? We have. Okay. Yes, sir. Punter? We have Stokesy. Yeah, he's just turned 30 years old, and <laughs> I thought he was like 28. I asked him the other day what year he was born in. So it's crazy, right? 93. So he's like, <laughs> I don't know. What was the movie with the Washington Generals? Um, Keanu Reeves. So I feel like I feel like I'm gonna walk by him. He's gonna be smoking a cigarette, drinking bourbon. And what are you going to do? The guy's 30 years old, you know? But, yeah, Stokes, he's done a really, really good job. He's confident, uh, healthy, really excited. Hopefully we, you don't see him a whole lot. You know what? To be honest with you, there at kicker, we have not decided. Um, there's three guys competing for it, and we have this conversation every day. Um, and all three have had their moments. Um, so we'll see. We'll make a decision middle of next week. It may even be a short, long situation and another guy kicking off. Uh, but I think it'll be very much by committee. Is it the tinkering stage now? You sort of have a rough idea of everything and just kind of make a one final, final sweep to see how it all fits in? No, I mean, today felt like a, a new day, like in terms of a new segment, because it's the first time we installed and had a normal Tuesday practice. So. Uh, no, I, I would say end of the week will be more like tinkering. I think right now we're truly game plan. Um, normal down stuff is installed, and we're, we'll go in, watch it, see what we think, and tinker from there. Cool. Thank you, guys. Go Bulls, man.